Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and listening. We've got Larry on his phone down there in the Southland. Hi, Larry. Hey, Stuart. Uh, where do you want to start? We've got a lot to talk about, really. I mean, there's. Uh, I know you posted uh, some stuff yesterday. Did you do a Substack today? I didn't see it. If you did, not today. Not today. I had another radio show to do, so I couldn't. I couldn't fit it in. Okay. Well, let's start off with this headline: U.S. blows up ICBM after flight anomaly. The test launch of a Minuteman II missile still provided vital data the Pentagon insisted. Steve Guell remarked, preview of Henry Groover's vision of fail of U.S. missiles when Russia attacks. Also, uh, you may remember J.J. Allen's vision where he said all the missiles did not go their mark. And we also have the uh, UFO alien uh, situation where people who were on air bases said that uh, a missile launch that they watched and had actually recorded video of some kind of UFO that disabled uh, the missiles as they were going. When when you are, how do I word this, when you are under the judgment of the Lord, things don't work. It doesn't matter what kind of high technology you have, the Lord's technology is higher. And uh, he can uh, sort of <clears throat> counter anything you might produce, and uh, I think that's where we're basically at. Uh, we might get by with one more uh, hammer of the whole earth, but that's uh, it would be a miracle if we do. And uh, anyway, uh, where do you want to uh, start, Larry, on this uh situation that's developing in the Middle East, this thing seems to be just skyrocketing rapidly into a multifaceted three or four front war for Israel, if not more. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be a, as Russia says, a seven front war. I know nobody's talking that way right now. The mainstream media is calling it a two front war and you know, we know how lame duck that is. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we, you know, well, you've got Yemen uh, firing missiles into Israel and hitting Tel Aviv or Iliad, and uh, that's one front. You've got uh, the Gaza war going on. That's another front. You've got Hezbollah for, well, almost a month now uh, attacking the northern part of Israel. Not a major attack, but attacks nevertheless that's three Mm -hmm. fronts you you know you've got syrian artillery that's already been firing into the golan heights which is israel that's four fronts i mean so the mainstream media says oh we got a two-front israeli war we've had four fronts for days and and it looks like if true 
Iran's getting involved in this thing. You've got Turkey trying their best to get involved. That's two more fronts. Uh, Algeria just declared war on Israel. Isn't that another front? I mean, they can seal off the Mediterranean from the Atlantic, and every ship we've got in uh, the Mediterranean can be basically uh, targeted and sunk and can't escape the Mediterranean. And on the other hand, in the Atlantic, we can't get people that could go through because Algeria is right there in that area where they can block that or blockade that. And, of course, if you got Turkey that's wanting to join them, Turkey can, you know, choke off the Bosphorus Straits. And, and then you've got Iran and, and a different one. You've got Egypt now moving tanks towards the uh, the uh, Sinai and the Gaza-Israel region. Now, is that to just keep the Palestinians away, or is that another front? So, you know, maybe Putin wasn't completely out of his mind when he says uh, Israel is about to fight a seven-front war. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is uh, – we're watching the uh, – um, Albert Pike, World War III, developing rapidly over there. And uh, then we've got problems that are, we're facing over here as well. But here are just some headlines I picked up from Drudge. Hezbollah leader threatens escalation. He blames the IDF for the October 7 massacre. Erdogan of Turkey wants to lead the Muslim world against Israel. So he wants to join all these forces and put them together and lead the entire Muslim world against Israel. And that's kind of like your Psalm 83 collection. Uh, USA flying drones over Gaza in search of hostages. Vets helping Americans escape out of that area. Dual carrier strike group shows rare display of potential one-two punch. Well, Russia has all kinds of missiles that we can't stop, so if they chose to, they could sink our carrier groups. And uh, on and on and on it goes, folks. This is not such a good thing. And, of course, the first casualty in any war is truth on, both, on all sides. Everybody lies. Everybody paints a picture that's best for them. And uh, that's just the way it goes. So it's very, very hard in some areas to vet all this and make sure uh, that we're having the true story come out. I would imagine the death rate in the Gaza is much, much higher on both sides than we're being told. Uh, just an estimate. And uh, all, all kinds of things are going on. Here's another one, another headline, deals with China. China claims genetic weapons can eliminate any one race of people easily. And, of course, this is one of the reasons they, they want this DNA. And, you know, you've got, like, I think it's 23andMe, and there's all kinds of people out there that are, I don't know exactly how you would word it, but they're collecting DNA specimens, claiming then they can go back and check your ancestry, et cetera, et cetera. Well, once they've got it, then they can produce bioweapons to target specific groups. And on and on and on it goes. And uh, with what we've already learned about the mRNA, DNA um, stuff, I wouldn't be giving my DNA to anybody if I didn't have to. 
but anyway, uh, what else you got, Larry? Where do you want to go with this? Well, I was I was kind of snickering when you were saying that because <laughs> if you throw away any hair, body hair in your trash, they got your DNA. So yep. uh, it's a little difficult to not uh, since our body actually changes and everything on the outside refreshes itself over a period of time and and we slough off i guess you could say the old outside uh over and over and over and over it's hard to keep our dna private because it's everywhere uh as a yeah. matter of fact I've, I've i've read and watched some good interesting novels that's real stuff to where you know if they want your dna they break into your house go into your bathroom and pick through your trash and, and, you know, hair follicles, uh, you know, spit, uh, well, other things I don't want to talk about on the radio, radio, (laughs) but uh, it's easy to get. I mean, it's not like, or matter of fact, I've heard instances where when people put their trash out, if the right people's observing that, they run by and pick up the bag and they're gone and they got everything about you in it. And a lot of times they've got a lot of financial records and, and pharmaceutical and all kind of data they can glean just from stealing your trash. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Here's a prophecy I wanted to get into a little bit, and it's from Celestial. Now, I don't ask people to believe any of this, but it's sort of interesting. This one is called The Woes of Babylon, Mystery Babylon, and it was issued October 29, 2023. I just want to read part of it. Wealth and prosperity destroyed. The wealth of, and she's talking about America, the wealth of America Babylon will be drained away as if locusts attacked it. All her resources will be reduced as if struck by a mysterious plague, and the wealth of the nation will be dried up by the hand of the Lord. America's debt will skyrocket as she gets into the wars of the future. Her precarious financial position or situation will be worsened and her people will become very poor systemic uh, risk it will all collapse america will be like zimbabwe nothing but a scattering and then she says explanation the wise the wealth of the nation is its backbone the wealth of a nation is its strength that wealth is accumulated through trade skills, private enterprise, businesses, the educational system, and quality of the workforce, birth rates, and many other factors. When ancient cities like Rome and Cairo and Egypt were strong, they were, at the height of their power, trading with everyone in the known world. Uh, They were famous for something. Their education, war, textiles, wisdom, and the arts setting them apart from the rest and cause their economies to boom. But once judgment is pronounced against a nation, even unrelated factors seem to gel at once to create very unfortunate circumstances that lead to an overnight decline. Haggai, now therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. You have sown much, but you bring in little. You eat but you do not have enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You close yourself, but no one is warm. 
And he who earns wages earns wages to put in a bag full of holes. The produce of a nation especially will come under attack. U.S. food production is at an all-time low and is about to go even lower. Now, we've talked about that before, how uh, the seven uh, fat years and the seven lean years of Joseph back in the old days of Egypt and how there seems to be a repeat going on starting in 2015, 2014 area. And uh, this year's harvest is not supposed to be very good. It's pretty good here where where we are, but uh, that's not true all over the nation. We are coming in about a third less than we did for 2023, and 2024 ought to be a little bit worse. There will be no grain production in the USA because of low agricultural output. America's food production will fail to the point that soon hunger and famine will spread to every household if the Lord allows it. If, it, if, if I did not stand in the gap to preserve a remnant, this is Jesus talking about, every household would be affected by starvation. But I have my remnant alive at this point in time, and my plan is to provide them unless all flesh would perish. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Genesis 6.13, so that's the old coming forward. Remember what Jesus said about the days of Noah. Anyway, prophecies about no grain in America and a food crisis. A food crisis is coming. There will be global hunger, worldwide famine, several million put to death by disease, and another several million who will die because of the breakout in services that will make essential help not even available when it's needed. People will die of this in all nations. Global hunger and famine are not things that are easily dealt with. Very few countries have the financial reserves necessary to buy food for their entire populations in the event of crop failure or load food stores or deal with the outcome of natural disasters that may destroy the means of farming. Adverse market forces can destroy a nation's prosperity overnight. Also, even if food or other aid is provided, very few nations can handle the logistics of mass shipping and transportation of food and other basic resources to areas where famine is severe or relief is sorely needed. There will be a scattering to the four corners, and the land will be left desolate. They will be removed from their heritage and taken to a place far away, far beyond their own borders. The destinations will be diverse as they are. Americans will go by their own free will and also by means of captivity to all the borders of the world. At that time, there will be those who take advantage of this instability of war to increase human trafficking. This practice of stealing and selling people is about to get more explosive than it's ever been, especially when war breaks out across the whole earth. Through your own fault, you will lose the inheritance I gave you. 
I will enslave you to your enemies in a land you do not know, for you have kindled my anger, and it will burn forever. Jeremiah 17:4. And you yourself will relinquish the inheritance that I gave you. I will enslave you to your enemies in a land you do not know, for you have kindled my anger, and it will burn forever. That's another verse in Jeremiah. So, in other words, what he's telling us, it's our own fault. Um, The American people are to blame for everything that's happening. They blame Biden. Why don't you get rid of Biden then? Why do you keep blaming Biden and don't do anything about it? The American people could rise up tomorrow morning and Biden would be gone. They won't do anything. They're sitting back twiddling their thumbs. Oh, when's the next baseball game, honey? Is the World Series over? Well, what about football? What about basketball? I think we should have a party next week and watch the basketball games. That's all they're interested in. You have forfeited your heritage, period. You've lost it. You may not realize you've lost it, folks, but you have lost it. And you're not ever going to get it back. You sold your children into slavery by your attitudes. What America needs more than anything is an attitude adjustment. Well, they're going to get one, probably working in the uh, in uh, North Korea gulags or wherever else the uh, elite decide they want to send you. Your children are going to be taken away from you. They're going to be destroyed. They have been already. We're the, we're the parents of children and what the schools are teaching them. No, you've lost your way. You're done. It's over. You might as well get used to it. You're going to watch your entire life slip away very slowly, a day at a time, a little more, a little here, a little there, until you have nothing. And that is what happens when you spit in the face of God. And that's what the American Christian has done. And that's what the people of America have done. Jesus Christ told you how to get out of the matrix. He warned you. He told you if you wouldn't do it, you're going to end up, after you die, in eternal ruin. You mock him. You just laugh at him. You say, ha, 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 ha. I don't believe that. Well, you will. I can guarantee it. 1,000%. You're all going down. Everybody's going down. You can't stop it. We are under the hand of judgment from the Lord. Our military is going to fail. Our economy is already failing. I've got some articles I want to talk about here. I mean, it's, it's, the whole thing is falling apart. It, it's willful on the part of the elite. But here's the situation. God is allowing it. He's not stopping it. God is sovereign. He can stop anything he chooses. He's not going to stop the judgment of the elite upon the American people. Why? Because they've abandoned what Jesus told them to do. It's very simple. Very simple. All they have to do is repent. You don't hear that word in any church. You don't hear it or see it on websites that are, you know, all over the place about Christianity, Christian websites. I don't see the word repent. You might find it once in a great while, but their voice is crying in the wilderness. 
Repent? What does that word mean? Never heard of it before, the Christians say. We don't have to do that anyway because we're saved by a sinner's prayer. We don't have to repent. Well, that's an anathema to the church. We don't have to do that. Why would God ask us to repent? And on and on and on it goes. And that's why you're dying. That's why your your whole nation is going down before your very eyes. You want to know why all of our kids are for the Palestinians or Philistines? What do you think they're taught in college? What do you think they're taught in high school? They've infiltrated the entire in, uh, educational system. <laughs> Don't people pay any attention to what their kids are taught? When I grew up, boy, my parents, they were in the middle of it all, finding out what we were taught, looking at report cards, etc., etc., etc. That's all gone now. We don't have that anymore. Nobody cares. I don't know why these people have kids in the first place. They don't want them. They don't pay any attention to what's going on. They just ship them out. You think God is going to forgive the murder rate of babies in the womb? He's not going to forgive that. He's not going to forgive the sins of the American people. Wow, I just can't believe what's going on, Larry. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but what's the point? Nobody's listening anyway. What do you think? Well, it's it's pretty interesting. I brought up on Augusto's show today, you know, that that uh, I don't know how many times over the years, and I've done it on your show too. I've talked to, I've just talked straight to parents, and I've said, you know, war, warn your children. You know, you guys, the whole family, get together across the table and do a what if? What if I go to work and never return? What if? Uh, you go to school and something happens and the school says, well, this is an emergency and we're going to put all y'all on buses and they're going to haul you to a camp somewhere. You can't go home. We're not going to let you go back home. And, you know, these kind of what-if scenarios, what if What if uh, you've got a, uh, I guess you could say, a prepper dad and and uh, prepper mom and, and let's say they go out there and, you know, they, they – mess around and complain to the school about what's happening to the kids, and then the FBI comes to interview them, and then, then they arrest them. And then they don't go back home. You know, they don't come home from that day, from that arrest. You know, what if all the lights goes out? There's no electricity. Suddenly the phones don't work. Nothing works. What if? And you know what, Stuart? I've never had one comment on all the years I've brought this up about having a family discussion. What if? and tell your children what to do and have a plan, emergency plan, I've never had one, not one email from anybody that said they even cared, and I certainly haven't had an email that said, oh, we did that and we're squared away and we're ready. You hear nothing, yeah. Stuart. There's no, there's not even comments. Yeah, I know. Comments are getting less and less and less. It feels like you're just talking to the walls. Uh, a, a lot of times. I know the people are out there and they're good people and they're listening. They just don't comment. Uh, so I, I know they're out there because when I was in the hospital uh, near death, uh, we got a lot of comments, people coming out. So they do listen. There are, they are out there and there are good parents out there. But by and large, and this is the problem, by and large, that's not true. 
by and large, you could go to your neighbor and talk to them about some of this, and they'll just roll their eyes and say, oh, you're one of those. <laughs> you must be wearing well, you know, a tinfoil hat. Yeah, go ahead, Larry. <laughs> yeah, there was some something interesting that came up today, and as a matter of fact, that's another thing you and I both have been talking about is the danger of these well, I think now they they were officially 5.7 million illegals that have rushed the country since Biden has took office. You don't have to rush the country, really. You just walk right through. There's no there's nothing to stop you. And yeah. they're saying with the gotaways, that's probably eight million. And and of of those, they're probably involving of Afghanistan, Palestinians, uh, Syrians, Iranians. Uh, Iraqi, I could go on and on and on, that are probably terror groups. And, and as a matter of fact, uh, uh, you know, uh, I think his name's Sebastian Gorka, you know, who was worked under Trump, uh, yep. you know, dealing with ter- terrorism. And he says, you don't have to worry about them coming across your border now. They're already here. They're already here. And so with that being said, I just wanted to mention the fact that, you know, I've warned a lot of people to, to be ready, be safe. Watch your, watch your, your, your uh, situation. Have situation awareness everywhere you go, everywhere your kids go. Watch your kids. Uh, arm yourself up when you go somewhere. I mean, in Oklahoma, we do that anyway, okay? We, nobody has to tell us to, to arm ourselves, to go anywhere if, if we lived. Thousands of years ago, everybody in Oklahoma would be carrying a sword, okay? Kind of biblical. Yeah. But, uh, of course, I can't really tell people that guns are biblical because they don't believe that. But but you have the right to defend yourself in this state anyway. And what's interesting is the fact that so many of those illegals that are coming in, we know we're just, just waiting, just waiting. And we're being warned that we're about to get hit. As a matter of fact, Nasrallah, of the, he's the head of Hezbollah. You know, the Iranian directed Hezbollah in Lebanon that's threatening Israel. But guess what? Today in his speech, he didn't threaten Israel with the Gaza situation. He threatened big Satan, us, the U.S. And I believe the threat was valid. If we continue to allow Israel to hammer Gaza, we're going to be attacked inside here. And so are we ready for that? You mentioned our military, Stuart. Our military is ready for nothing. Absolutely nothing. A lot of the the jab decimated a whole lot of our military. The the Obama years and the rest of the Biden years have pretty much decimated anybody in the military that was either patriotic or Christian or Jew or or conservative. They're all gone. They're all gone now. And people don't realize we don't have armies. We can't field armies anymore in America. We don't have armies. We have special operators and and little small groups and in, and you know insertions into other countries to bother those countries. Uh, we don't feel basically armies anymore. And so it's odd, you know. Israel may be facing the Seven Front War, but America's facing a multi magnitude bigger war. Everybody is turning on America. Matter of fact, same way right now. There's a Jew hatred like I've never seen. And a lot of the Jew haters, guess this, they're for Palestinians and Hamas, and they appear to support cutting babies' heads off, burning the babies alive, and, and burning their bodies in their, in their cribs, and killing and slaughtering men and women that are defenseless in the streets. This is America. 
And for us to think, and, and uh, you know, us, the remnant, poor, miserable yeah. remnant in America who cannot affect anything anymore because, well, we kind of gave it away, as you said very clearly, years ago. We throwed it away years ago. And now yes. we can't rise up and do anything. And the other probably 750 million that are in America, counting the 8 million illegals, um, they're not going to. So when you say we're under judgment, I, I don't see any way out. But I wanted to share this real quick, Stuart, because I like yep. your opinion. This, address, this, is, this is something when I, I moved to Mena, Arkansas years ago, and this kind of I thought about this today because I was watching some more of the war room and all the warnings that are screaming out of the Arizona and Texas borders that we are invaded past anything we can even imagine. We, have, we can't even imagine how we've been invaded. The American people will never survive this, I don't believe. But with that being said, I had a, I had a friend when I moved to Arkansas, I met a, a you know, a, Wilma, she knew, you know her, and mm-hmm. she's gone now. But she had a real good friend that went on top, I believe it was Rich Mountain, and prayed and sought the Lord and fasted for a few days at a camp uh, location there, away from everybody. And there was two things that that she told me, and I talked to this woman. You know, I talked to Wilma and this woman when I was living Mm -hmm. there. And this woman said, well, the one thing the Lord showed me in that time of fasting was that there was going to be something geological happen, that there was going to be a huge mass of, water come up out of the Gulf of Mexico and come up over Texas, and she said, I saw it come up all the way to De- at least Dequeen, Arkansas. Now, that's Dequeen's kind of in southern, uh, it's kind of at the, the point of Arkansas and Oklahoma and uh, Texas, and, you know, in that mm-hmm. region. But she mm-hmm. said that, and I thought of that, and then I thought the destroyer's still in the background, and then... Other than that, though, she told me about this eight-year-old boy, I believe he was eight or nine, that had a really dream that just blew his mind, and he had shared it with her and had shared it with their church. And he said that he went to sleep. Now, think about what's come into the country the last three years already under Biden. And a lot of it under Obama, but not as bad as now. But this eight-year-old or eight, nine-year-old said, I don't know where they come from. He said, you know, and he lived in Mena, Arkansas, okay? Mena, Arkansas, you know where that's at. And mm-hmm. he said, this huge mass of foreigners, he said, I don't know where they come from or who they were. All I know, they were foreigners. And she said, some of them were riding horses even. And he said, they were all armed and had all kind of arms and said they came and surrounded Mena, Arkansas. He said there were thousands of them, and they said they was there to take everything we had. He said they gave an ultimatum to the the citizens of Mena, Arkansas, told them you have 24 hours to gather what you can up of your property and leave on foot, leaving everything you've got, your homes, your cars, your campers, your boats, your animals, your, your cattle, your horses. You leave everything. You leave on foot. We don't care where you go. After that point in time, we're slaughtering anybody left in this city this, or this town, and then this is ours. What do you think, uh-huh. Stuart? Now, that was an eight- or nine-year-old boy years ago, uh, what he dreamed. 
Well, yeah, I, I would say that that's probably very true, simply because when you are under the judgment of the Lord, and when he has warned you over and over and over again, and all the American people know how to do is give him the finger, uh, what, what do people think is going to happen? We, we say there's 8 million of these people. That's baloney. I would estimate that the real number of terrorists and people who are going to rise up that are foreigners coming in here, illegals, is probably closer to 25 to 30 million people. And once this thing starts, going to go out of control. Uh, yeah, we might have the U.N. come in as final destabilization, but I think an awful lot of people are going to be slaughtered. And uh, these sleeper cells are everywhere. All you got to do, folks, is open your eyes wherever you are. We live in a little tiny burg, or just outside of it, actually, in a rural district. And every time we go down there, you see more foreigners, more people that don't belong here. In all the little towns, they're, they're busing them everywhere. Biden is committing, and Obama are committing high treason. Your CIA, the rest of them, your intel agencies are committing high treason against the American people. Is anything going to be done about it? Of course not. They know that. They know the American people are sound asleep because they're, they're in a coma. And they're not going to wake up until that door gets knocked down at 3 o'clock in the morning and they're shot and killed. And then they're going to realize, I guess we could have done something, but we didn't, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, the American people have turned a deaf ear. And there's very few people that are actually preparing for this and arming themselves. And I doubt if that does much good anyway. You're either going to be protected of the Lord or you're not. And uh, this is basically where we're at. And most people are not. Why? Well, because they won't do anything Jesus Christ told them to do. I go out on the websites, these prophetic websites, these Christian websites. I don't see any truth out there when it comes to salvation, and that's the only issue that matters. It doesn't matter how much you think you know about all the things that are going on or all about the giants of old, all about these weird alien things they're digging up. What, what good is it? What good is it if you're going to hell? It isn't any good at all. It doesn't do you a bit of good. There's only one thing that does you any good, and Jesus Christ told you what it was, and you won't do it. And I know they won't do it because I can tell from the emails I get. Well, we don't have to do that. Jesus wouldn't ask us to do that. Yeah, I can, uh, I can remember I went to a seminar in Texas, and uh, I got up, and I was supposed to talk on UFOs. And the alien arrival, and the Lord said, I don't want you talking about that. I want you talking about salvation. People started getting up and walking away. They weren't here. I was there. Yeah, yeah I was there. Where you were there. <laughs> 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 so that's the way it is. I mean, that was years ago. Years ago. And they were getting up and walking out. So it's only gotten worse, folks. Uh, there's no... You know, life is serious, but you can't take it seriously. 
It's kind of like the straight gate narrow way. You have to take it as an adventure and look at it as an adventure. I mean, it's the Lord that's calling you. And to be called of the Lord is a, I don't know, what greater call could anyone have or want to have? And yet this is just seriously laughed at. You're just a tinfoil hat person. And on and on and on they go, but I, I don't know. We could just keep going on that for, for a long time, but it's, it's a waste of time. Um, when we uh, look at what's going on in the Middle East, just think of Albert Pike in World War III, because this is what we're watching. It's just a question of time as to how long it takes before it goes nuclear, before it goes worldwide, but it is going that way. And we've had a number of scares. When the FBI director tells you that he fears that there may be some false flag, he didn't call it that, but terrorist attacks within the United States, people really ought to start paying attention. Because for them to do that, they obviously know it's coming. Or you wouldn't be saying it. They're not doing it to scare you. They're doing it to prepare you. Because they know what's coming. They may even be part of it. But they're going to warn you ahead of time. And people are just poo-pooing it. They don't care. Uh, Like Larry said, he was out on a prayer walk. I said, well, what's going on with the American people? The word he got back was apathy. People don't care. So this is where we're at. And for you folks out there that really are listening, just prepare yourselves as best you can. Arm up and uh, make contact with neighbors if you can. And uh, hope for the best. Hope that the Lord will will take care of you. Uh, he does promise he will take care of some, but some he's not going to. He already said some of you are going to prison. Some of you are going to die. Uh, but when you die, hopefully you die in the Lord. So anyway, uh, we did have a scare, though. U.S. deploys massive number of military planes over the continental United States. Uh, Middle East getting much, much worse. Armed forces of the United States deployed an unprecedented number of military aircraft over the 48 continuous United States, from about 4.30 this morning for an unknown reason. Most observers have never seen that many military planes flying over continental U.S. Uh, Larry, what do you think that was about? Sniffers? What were they looking for? No, that was not sniffers. At the same time, a lot of those planes are like C-17 cargo planes that are flying stuff to the Middle East. And a mm-hmm. lot of those were fighter jets that were up and tankers so they could refuel. Matter of fact, uh, not only the cargo planes, but the, the fighter jets could refuel. So there was a lot of refuelers up. If people uh, go to uh, Monkey Works U.S., uh, yes. you know, he's got a video. He's got a YouTube video channel. He, he does every day almost, every single day. He has data about everything flying over this country, and, well, not everything, because some of it, they turn the transponders off, and you never know it. Matter of fact, I was out on a prayer walk before the show this evening, and there was an AWACS uh, up flying. It was headed, looked like, towards Texas. And, of course, uh, you know, those, those planes fly out of Oklahoma City. Uh, 
And yes. so they're close to here, but I see them flying. And uh, there's, there's a lot up there. Look like some B-1 bombers were making some practice runs the other day over the mountains. But uh, a lot of activity. I was going to mention, though, you know, you know, I don't know where everybody lives. I, I do know that, that my con- I, I'm really concerned about the blue states because I think they're going to invite well, they're not only going to invite all the terrorists in, and that's what blue states do. It's a haven. It's a sanctuary for terrorism and terrorists. Actually, every blue state has begun their own Gaza. They're not smart enough to know it. They won't know how to get out from under it. They probably won't survive it, but that's what they're doing. Now, a lot of the red states, under the under the radar, a lot of these uh, governors, like Texas, Oklahoma, some in Arkansas now, there's there's activities going on that are setting up a you know scenario base to where these states can defend themselves to some degree. Uh, you know, like in Oklahoma, we actually have a constitutional militia. Uh, it's a right in, in Oklahoma. We can have militias. I don't care what Washington thinks about it. Um, and you know, there are militia groups, and and they're not. You know, the FBI would probably watch them, but uh, nobody local would. But we've also got a lot of Indian tribes here that that have a lot of uh, activities that people don't know about. And at the same time, you know, I've shared with you, um, Stuart, how that uh, me and other individuals have worked out uh, scenarios to where we can at least communicate, if possible, when everything goes down with each certain ones to get information out and, and to warn others and et cetera, et cetera. Everybody, you know, in this area, and you know, I know there's no perfect plan. I know that. I know when people say, well, you think preparation will do it all. No, I don't. But I do know this. I do know this. Everywhere I look in the Bible, when God used somebody, they stood up. So if you're one yes. of them people that's never going to stand up, Probably power from on high will never arrive at your home. Okay, I'll put it that way. The odds are, biblically, that if you won't even stand up, period, then on high power won't arrive. However, God's going to empower. When this thing goes down, I think we're going to begin to see angels and miracles and things happen we can't even imagine. Some of the stuff that Demetri Dudeman lived through. And, yes. and you'd be surprised what we can do. But if you won't stand up, don't count on it. But this is this is just me talking. You got any comments on that? No, I think that's absolutely right. Uh, the Lord stood up. <laughs> as far as I recall, He stood up right to the cross, and He de- He demands that we do the same thing. I mean, this is the, the true Christianity requires. Mouthing off against a satanic world system. You're supposed to rise up. You're supposed to point out uh, what's going on to people uh, that are oblivious to all this. Now, they may not like it, but that's okay. And and when this thing starts going down, uh, yeah, the prophecies all indicate that there are going to be, uh, you know, Islands of people who are well-armed, actually. And uh, they're going to be left alone predominantly, according to many of the more modern prophecies that I've read, uh, that the Lord, you know, 
because these people are true Christians. Christianity, right now, it's it's uh, against Jews. Well, that's only step one, folks. It's Christians next. And don't forget it. Christian persecution is coming. It's already here. It's just that it's kind of in the background. You know, you have a judge that rules against Christians all the time, here and there and everywhere. And we get into these legal battles and they get overruled. But um, this battle is going to get worse and worse. And the uh, persecution of the Christians is going to become worse and worse until it turns into total demonization and then killing. And, and don't think for a minute it's not going to happen here. It's irrational. It's a spiritual thing. It, it, it makes no logical sense at all. And uh, When you're dealing with Satan, you're dealing with uh, chaos. You're dealing with non-reason. As Larry has pointed out, it's kind of like a national domestic. Rational thinking doesn't apply anymore. It's all about emotions. And this is what we're watching with the kids in the college campuses. It's not based on any rational thinking. It's based upon total emotions. And uh, I believe the college professors and all that have deliberately done all this. They infiltrated it. And now we're seeing the results of it. Can we change it? Well, I guess we could, but whether we will, that's a whole other uh, kind of wishful thinking, I guess, because I don't see it happening. Anyway, well, what else you got, Larry, you want to talk about? Well, I was going to mention uh, also uh, uh, End of the American Dream by Michael Snyder just put out a blog. And one of the things I made a note of that's kind of interesting is what he said and I want to mention real quick, I don't want to be long, but I want to mention real quick that a friend of ours, Dan Gordon, uh, he was an IDF captain years ago, and he actually infilled, he went into Gaza. They had something, some kind of, in his book, he wrote a book about it, but uh, him and others, the IDF actually went a little, nothing like they're going in today, but somewhat into Gaza, fought terrorists and, and got out. And it was, he said it was like being in hell. But uh, anyway, when Dan, Dan Gordon, after that experience, he kind of, it's very interesting. <clears throat> and both of his books, which I, I don't think a lot of people clicked on or read, I read both of them, and I recommended them to everybody, but I, I'm not sure that it went anywhere. But uh, Dan Gordon's first book he wrote was called, and it's kind of interesting, Day of the Dead, Book one, Gaza. After he wrote that one, then he wrote another book, Day of the Dead. Book two, America. Now, here's what's really interesting, and it's almost to me like it's prophetic. <clears throat> His book one was that little bit of an entrance into Gaza to fight terrorism and terrorists, and that was almost like it was a precursor to where we find ourselves, I don't know, now, 10, 12 years later, 10 years at least later. So basically that book was a warning about Gaza, a Gaza situation or scenario coming up, and here we are at that one. However, the second book, uh, Book Two, America, that was actually a prophetic, according, you know, that's my words, prophetic warning book because it warned America 
of the Hamas cartel, if you will, uh, tunnel systems that were going to be used in the future to for terrorism to infiltrate America through the southern border. And now what suddenly do we see? Number one, we're seeing a army, an Israeli army going in to Gaza. They're bombing the crud out of it. This is kind of turning into a Henry Gruber scenario, it looks like. They're bombing it. There's at least 20, maybe 30,000 Israeli troops inside there now uh, with hundreds of tanks and armor and, and you name it. I mean, you name it. And they're also now beginning to uh, bombard and destroy the tunnel systems. And at the same time, now, instead of just got, they've got tanks surrounding Gaza City. You're not hearing that on mainstream media, are you? Well, that's a fact. They do. And they're also begun bombing now uh, southern Gaza, if you will. Now, they've got refugees. They ran out of northern Gaza into southern Gaza, so now I guess they're going to have to go further south or, go, or jump in the Mediterranean. I don't know. But the ones up north are trying to go into Egypt, and Egypt's sending tanks now down through the Sinai. Uh, nobody wants them. Jordan refuses to take them. Israel, there, no, there are no Palestinians. I like the way you said that, Stuart. They're only <laughs> Philistines. I mean, That's get right. it straight. That. All this emotional crap that we're hearing in the schools and in the streets. Oh, the Palestinians. There aren't no Palestinians. They're Philistines. Get it straight. That's why the enemy and, the, and actually the government of this nation hates the Bible. It tells the truth. And like you said, Stuart, that's the last thing. But listen to this. I want to read this real quick. I hate being long, but uh, this is what Michael Snyder said on uh, October 30th. He says... The Middle East prophecies from Henry Groover and John Paul Jackson, and by the way, I knew John Paul Jackson. I talked to him years ago, and he prophesied he had a vision where he saw American tanks in Dallas, Texas, in the streets. And, hey, we may be getting there. But anyway, yep. he said uh, Middle East prophecies from Henry Groover and John Paul Jackson, they're both prophetic people, are coming to pass right in front of our eyes. Henry Groover was shown when Israel sends troops into Gaza, it will be the sign the Middle East War has started. Now, that's what Henry said that uh, the Lord showed him. Mm -hmm. And, and it, 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 certainly, it, stirred, it certainly wasn't when Dan Gordon and his group went into Gaza 10 years ago. This time, though, this seems different. What do you think? Yeah, the timeline is about right. We're we're heading right into Jacob's trouble. There's no question about it. All the cosmic signs in the heavens, what's going on in Israel right now, uh, the prophecies of Albert Pike, uh, that's masonry, uh, that's mystery Babylon, uh, all of that is all converging, just like Jesus said it would all converge. And when it does, he said, lift up your eyes because uh, I'm coming to get you. And so this is where we're at. We're at the very end. And, and the rise of the U.N., the World Health Organization, <coughs> excuse me, the World Economic Forum, all of that, that's the fourth piece of Daniel. It's all coming together. It's all, uh, most of this is U.N. operated. The U.N. is a Trojan horse. And it never should have been allowed on American soil. It's a communist operation from start to finish. It's satanic to its core. 
It hates God. It hates Christ. It hates all of it. And uh, we've allowed it in here. And uh, the war is expanding. Here's a headline. Alert. Hours away. Iran moves troops to the Israeli border. Russia joins Iran. USA nuke plant attack. Uh, that's just a headline. Here's another one. Netanyahu rejects Biden. There will be no pause in fighting without the release of hostages. Uh, more stuff. Parliament of Algeria. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah, go ahead, let me, Larry. Let me interject something real quick, Stuart, if you don't mind. Yeah, go right ahead. Right here where you're just the headlines you were just reading about Netanyahu rejects Biden. You remember when I had that dream years ago? It was so vivid. I actually hand-carried a an angel had given me a time clock to hand-carry and deliver to Bibi Netanyahu. That's years ago. You know, yep. I had that. And yep. you, you and I... You and I kind of wondered what kind of a time clock that could be, but basically it was to remind – I handed it to Netanyahu in the dream. He was in America, and I, I went there and gave it to him, and it was like he then recognized what time it really was in the prophetic timeline. And I think we're there now. Now, listen to this, because this is really important. You mentioned on how that uh, Biden's been interfering with Israel's war with Gaza, and that Bibi Netanyahu has rejected them. Well, listen to this. This is Breitbart, November the 1st. New report, Biden meddles in Israeli politics during Israel-Hamas war. Seeks replacement for Netanyahu as leader of Israel. Biden is attempting to isolate Bibi Netanyahu's leadership in the Israeli war and remove him from power. And at the same time, the second uh, headline on Breitbart was that Pope Francis had declared the, that Israel must stop its war against Gaza and that they had to immediately uh, put together that two-state solution. In other words, Stuart, you've got, you've got Biden and Pope Francis both wanting to divide Jerusalem and divide Israel. What do you think? Yep, and uh, when they do, the United States will be divided in a massive earthquake, which you also saw in a vision. Uh, it's, and others have seen it, particularly younger people have seen that vision where the United States, when, when we go in to Israel and basically betray Israel and force this division, uh, God says, okay, if, if you're going to do that to my people, I'm going to do it to you. And so the United States is split in half with a gigantic inland sea between the two halves. And uh, on and on and on it goes. <clears throat> and there were several books written. Every time we try to do something over there or that uh, Israel uh, gets done to them, it happens over here as well. Uh, we're tied together. And uh, I don't know exactly how to word it, but whatever happens to Israel happens to us eventually. Uh, I wanted to just get into a few other things here. Jobs come crashing down. Remember, we have told you before on this program, we're watching a slow economic train wreck. Jobs come crashing down. October payrolls misestimates rise only 150,000 as employed workers plummet by 348,000. People are living paycheck to paycheck to paycheck now. 
That's all they can do. And um, it's just going to get worse. Um, We also mentioned a draft some time ago. A draft is coming, folks. I know they're trying to deny it, but it's coming. Because we are going to get into World War III. This is the whole plan. It's been the plan right along. And um, here's another headline. Special Forces veteran tells Joe Rogan terror attacks are coming to the United States because of the open borders. Should scare you to death. We got sleeper cells. They're going to be uh, uh, activated. And it's probably not going to be much of any warning at all. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if they strike at night. Uh, Just out of nowhere. So get ready for it. And it's coming. Uh, Here's another headline bouncing around. U.S. infant mortality rate soars. Largest increase in two decades. Now, this is from the CDC. Guess what the uh, – why? The jab, folks, and people are lining up again for it. Uh, I don't, I don't know what's going on with the American people's brains. Something's gone wrong. And uh, anyway, what else you got, Larry? Before we close, well, I was, I, I was having come back to my memory the stupidity virus of Barry Rothman. <laughs> uh, I, I think he, I had, I think he was onto something because I've never seen a nation on the verge of extinction that is just plain stupid. Yeah. They don't seem to be able to reason logically anymore at all, but that probably be our school system. They didn't teach you how to think anymore. Uh, they don't teach you how to critical thinking, uh, logical thinking. Uh, we don't have that anymore. People can't do it. Uh, anyway, here's another headline. Thanks to Biden, living paycheck to paycheck has become the main financial lifestyle for U.S. consumers. Folks, they're losing ground all the time. Uh, this is going to be awful as it unwinds slowly, just like that prophecy I read to you. Uh, Hezbollah chief, we'll close with this one, U.S. directly responsible for the Gaza atrocities, and will soon pay a very heavy price. So there you go. Be on the lookout. It's coming. And, uh, Larry, what do you want to close with? Well, I would just say take them very seriously. Uh, We are set up for these terror attacks. There will be false flags, but we're set up for them. And people need to use a lot of good situational awareness be cautious, stay away from crowds, and and be safe. Yeah, yeah, and that includes when you even go to the grocery store. Uh, things are changing, and they're changing very, very rapidly. You saw what happened in Maine. They had another situation, I think, in Tampa, Florida, or somewhere down there, and then also in Chicago area. There's all kinds of things going on. I mean, it's just... A lot of it is just not being reported, but it's out there if you just look for it. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Take care. Heads up. And uh, just stay safe. And be alert, like Larry says. Know what's going on immediately around you, and especially for the women folks. 
We're heading into some very, very dangerous times, and we have people in this country that think women are should be all raped anyway. So you got to be very, very careful about all this, particularly if you're a woman. And uh, it doesn't matter, I suppose, anymore, but just stay safe. Thanks for listening. Good night.